Welcome to the Social Pod, a podcast brought to you by Socknet 98, a network of universities sharing the common interest for social work in an international perspective. In our episodes, you will hear from students around the world studying social work and interviews and lectures from our international university weeks. And welcome to this episode of The Social Pod. And uh, in this episode, we are going to reflect a little bit about uh, social work. What is social work? Um, not maybe by definition, by, but by examples from different kind of countries. We will also talk about if we can see some trends in social work, uh, where is social work going in different kind of uh, countries. And um, my name is Steinar Wikolt, and I'm an associate professor at the University of Southeastern Norway. And I do have some thoughts about this, but uh, with me here to help me, I have excellent expertise here from two professors. And to my left-hand side, please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Fu Fan, and I'm a professor and the chair of the Human Services Department at uh, California State University at Dominguez Hills. And uh, I'm happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, thank you so much. And we also have... Yes, my name is Christian Stark. I am the dean of the faculty and the head of the social work department. I am professor here since 2005, and my professorship was called Professor for Theory, History and Ethics of Social Work. I'm a skilled social worker myself, and before I became professor, I worked with homeless people and with drug addicts. Yeah, and thank you so much for being here. And my reason for wanting to make an episode on social work is uh, I've been working more internationally uh, the last couple of five years. And when I've been traveling throughout Europe and also to the United States, I, I see that we do have some differences from country to country, what we think about when it comes to social work, what is social work. And um, uh, I, I started thinking about this when I talked to you, uh, Fu, about what we were discussing about uh, the social workers, where are they going? Um, my Suddenly I realized when I was in California visiting you guys that you have a lot of social workers just working in offices. Yes, and, and that's an increasing trend in the U.S. Um, in the U.S., I think, uh, like uh, in many other places, social workers very little understood that mm. uh, not many people know what uh, what it is. So when kids, uh, they want to go into social work, they tell their parents, you know, I'm going into social work. Their parents are like, what is that? Yeah. Your friends are going to say, oh, what is that? You know, so it's, it's not very well understood, but as a whole in the U.S., social work is just to train people to work with um, people who um, who need help, and the labor department in the U.S. Uh, estimates that uh, social work is one of the ten um, professions that grew is going to grow the most yeah. for the next twenty years. Because when you work with people who have problems, all of us have problems at one time or another, right? And the a social worker would be very helpful. So in the U.S., uh, social work is very broad, but yeah. basically it's to train professionals to be out there to help people, uh, you know, in times of need. Yeah. 
And uh, I maybe I started the introduction with saying that we are not going to try to define, but there is definition of social works, uh, what is social work. And one of those definitions is that social work is a practice-based profession and an academic discipline that promotes social change and development, social cohes uh, cohesion, and the empowerment and liberation of people. That is huge. That's a huge responsibility of social workers, isn't it? It is. I always um, teach my students, yes, uh, in the first semester about introduction to social work and I gave them, gave them about 15 different definitions. Yeah. Of course, also the international definition and then I ask them, which of these definitions describes you social work yeah. at the best? Yes. <laughs> and it's interesting, the reactions yeah. of the students. But I think it's very important just from the beginning, as my colleague told, people don't know really what social work is. No. Some people say, uh, if you do social work, you don't need education, no training, just you have an idealism and the will to help. Yeah. But so for me, it's very important to describe to students what is really social work in distinction to other social professions. Yeah. Maybe what does a psychologist do, what does a psychotherapist do, or a sociologist, and what does a social worker do. And I think it's very important to give the students also self-esteem yeah. and self-competence to be a social worker, because social work is very old yeah. in Austria. We have a 100 years tradition, but we are a very young academic discipline. Yeah. We are now at this level of University of Applied Science since 2001. Yeah. So we are very young and therefore also in comparison with this longer tradition disciplines at university, it's very important to give them self-esteem self that we are doing social work research, yeah. that we also have students, not so much, who make master program and PhD, yeah. so that really also social workers are teaching social work here. Yeah. And that is the same trend I see at my university in Norway also, that we are trying to hire social workers to teach social work. So we're not kind of giving it away to other professionals or disciplines. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of see that. I, I had some students from India, and we also discussed the same topic, what is social work in India, for example. And they were reflecting on this, that social work, for example, in India, and I'm just paraphrasing what, what they said, is is not well known because in the tradition, the, the question came up, why, why do you, it's good to help other people but why should you earn money on it? You should just do it of the goodness of your heart. <laughs> and that is one of, one of those distinctions you're also talking about, that, that there is something different, there is something more in social work than just being a good person. See, that, that's why social work in America is valued less than other professions mm. with uh, teaching also. First, because it's done mostly by idealistic people, quote-unquote. Yeah. Second, it's done mostly by women. Yeah. So because of that, and the third reason is that it's because it's little understood so that people don't pay social workers because they say, you know, if you help people, then 
you should do it out of the good, goodness of your heart. Yeah. Uh, why should you get paid? Right. So, so a combination of things makes social work, social workers, trying to do what both of you are, are saying that you know the professionalization of social work yeah. become an, uh, an academic discipline. Uh, very young. Uh, it's the same thing in the U.S. that in many universities they view social work as less than other prof uh, professions because um, the discipline we have a long tradition uh, you know since 1800s but in universities social workers and social work departments are still um, struggling to find equal footing yeah. uh, with psychology with sociology and it's, it's a continuous um, a challenge for for many of us yeah one of the things you you have been talking about is this um, concept of uh, social worker social work in the trenches. Mm -hmm. Can you explain what what you mean by that? Uh, yeah, and and um, social work uh, in its historical context uh, grew out of work in the settlement houses in New York and Chicago, where uh, social workers worked directly with people quote-unquote, in the trenches, yeah. right? So you go out there, you do a community assess assessment, and you um, roll up your sleeves and just help um, people in whatever the way you can uh, using the uh, problem-solving method that you are taught in school. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, over time, comes with the prof professionalization of social work. Um, there has been built a group of licensed social workers who move away from working in the trenches yeah. into offices yeah. where they provide therapy and mostly to the worried well, the people with money, yeah. and uh, get away from the, um, uh, the, the work in the trenches with the, with the uh, people, with poor people, with people who are oppressed, who, who need help, who needs community change, and who need advocacy. Yeah. The trend in Norway, I think I can see, is that uh, uh, in Norway there also is an increase on demand on social workers, but a lot of that demand is not actually being like in the trenches, like you're saying, working with people, but they need people to sign documents to actually sign off and mm. uh, accept different kind of paperwork. So suddenly the, the, the social workers are the paper pushers or the paper signers and other people is out there doing the work. Um, that That is one of the trends I think I see a little bit in Norway. Um, also part maybe of the professionalization. So uh, one social worker that I interviewed for, for research, she, was, she said that um, I applied here as a social worker, but I'm the only social worker that is working here with a bachelor. So everybody else is coming for to me with whatever they are going to do, and I need to sign it because I'm the only social worker that is allowed to sign the papers. You're smiling, Christian. What, what are you thinking? I think signing papers should be maybe one part of social work, but not yeah. the main part. Yes, of course. I think we social workers have very big responsibility working yeah. with our clients. We are working with clients who are traumatized. We are intruding 
in their privacy. Our diagnosis may decide if a child stays in the family or not. We are working with offenders, yes. Yeah. And so professionalization is so important, but it's also so important to have this face-to-face -face contact with our clients, yes, yeah. to be at the basis. And that is, I think, in Austria, that is what is fascinating our students, yeah. yes. Of course, it's necessary to make documentation, yes, and to document all your work. But that what fascinates my students is really working at the basis with homeless people in day centers, with drug addicted people, yes, and also in the, of course, in the offices, in the child and youth welfare. Yeah. And with our bachelor program, they are full skilled, yes. And then that's what they like, yes, to be also flexible, Maybe at the beginning I work with young people in youth centers and then maybe I, say, I make a shift and work with drug addicts or with offenders. There is a, a small trend, but it's more a burden from the state that you have more and more do documentation. Yeah. But I think that should not be the main task of social work. Yeah. Of course, you should be well-skilled also do... Uh, write a good diagnosis yeah. yes that you can really clear formulate in a good language but that should be maybe 20% of your work yeah. in my opinion <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think uh, the uh, talking about trend um, and and uh, I think that when students who are still young uh, They graduate from with a bachelor in social work. They go out there and they work, do work in the trenches, in you know, in in community centers, in uh, housing projects, uh, and that. And as they become more seasoned, uh, they often encouraged to go back for for their masters because in the U.S., um, you are at the pinnacle of your profession if you have a master's in social yeah. work. Uh, a bachelor in social work uh, it's just for frontline work mostly okay. if you want to be a supervisor uh, you usually have to have your masters and then with the masters uh, I, I see the trend of social workers then moving away from the communities into the offices oh, yeah. yes and and uh, and you know that um, Christian talked about um, social work Um, having a place for everybody because the need is vast, right? So, so uh, in the U.S. now, you can basically with a social work degree, you can do basically everything, any anything on and everything you want. But that's where uh, social work is also seen as weak because mm -hmm. it's it's you trying to be to do everything, uh, the jack of all trades, yeah. right? So. Yeah. Um, But those are just some trends uh, that I see in the, in the U.S. Yeah. Some of the trends I see in Norway also is that uh, we, we do not really have one social work bachelor. We do have multiple uh, bachelors that falls under the umbrella of social work. And each of those bachelors are trying to define their own little 
piece of the big social work because maybe you don't you do not want to be the jack of all trades you mm -hmm. would like to say this is my specialization i work with kids for example my bachelor degree is working to go towards youth or my own social work bachelor is towards people with intellectual disability for example so they are kind of trying to say this is my speciality so they can say that or maybe get more a knowledge that yeah you do have a specialization the, the problem with that i see a little bit is that my students sometimes do not understand the broader term of social work because it's too narrow so when i whenever i'm sending them out on uh, on the international practice for example they are they are like no this is uh, for example when i sent them to los angeles they were thinking about how, why should i be working with homeless people i'm my profession is to working to, towards kids and that is kind of a challenge for them to get the bigger picture yet, but that is social work. <laughs> mm. I wonder, because in Austria all of you have nine programs, all yep. bachelor programs are very cinema, similar, and they have really a general education in social work, yeah. and the specialization is in the master program. Ah, I for see. example, our master program has the focus on intercultural social work, maybe in another federal country there's the focus on clinical social work and so the specialization is in the master program yeah mm -hmm. and that kind of also brings us into is there like an international social worker um, because one of the questions I do get from my students in Norway it's why should I travel abroad I'm, and, and learn about social work internationally I'm going to, to work at home <laughs> do you guys have any experience of that I have done international social work, and to me that's important because, um, you know, uh, look look around the world. Uh, there are massive migration yeah. from one country to another, and if we don't uh, take care of it, the, the world is going to uh, be at a really bad place. Yeah. You know, the migration, refugee camps, and all these displaced people, you yeah. know, they need social workers. Yeah, so that is one part of international That's social work, to actually be a social worker, traveling abroad and working in... in yes, in, uh, and I, I think uh, to start, I think that's where um, there's the greatest need right now. And, and uh, there are, of course, other um, areas of international social work, but I think internationalization of social work is such in its infancy, it's too young. Okay. So you have to start somewhere, and I think for me anyway is to um, train uh, students to work, work across borders, but in situations that where there are greatest needs, and I think that's to work with the, within migration, with refugee services, with you know Im immigration services. Yeah. And I try to tell my students, even though you're always going to be working in Norway, you will always have people that is coming from other culture, from other countries, and that's why you need actually a more international perspective on uh, an influence on social work. Mm -hmm. I think international social work. Social work is per se international, of yeah. course. And of course you don't need to work abroad, but I think it's very important to make experiences abroad. Yeah. Yes. We do it every year. We offer study trips for our students in different countries. I myself did maybe more than 30 or 40 study trips from Armenia to Russia to Finland. I give yeah. guest lectures. It's also broadening my view on social work. 
on the one side you always get benchmark examples where you can learn on the other side you also say oh what we have in Austria compared to the problems maybe in Armenia yes yep. <laughs> they are more basic or maybe oh, yeah. problems in Kenya yes where our students uh, founded a project for HIV infected mothers and so on yes yeah. You don't need to work in the global south, but I think it's very important, as my colleague says, to have, maybe you call it intercultural competence or transcultural competence, yeah. to be aware of your own prejudices, to be aware of racism and all this mechanism, because the world becomes one. Yeah. As you mentioned, all these migration processes and so on. Yeah. One of, one of my students that I uh, sent abroad came back with, I just remember this one sentence that when I went to Los Angeles, I suddenly understood how the system actually is in Norway because I saw another system and I saw the system were so different. So then I started actually reflecting, critical reflection, reflection about your own system that you just take for granted. Mm -hmm. So lear learning about your own country actually by traveling abroad and getting another perspective on it. Yeah, comparative uh, uh, analysis is always helpful. Like, you know, I'm here at... Uh, uh, Linz uh, at the International University Week. Uh, I'm learning a lot from my colleagues just li by listening to their uh, systems and how they do things uh, in yeah. social work in other countries. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for uh, sharing your knowledge on social work and different kind of perspectives. Um, it's been great having you here. Thank you. It's a yeah. pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> and thank you so much.